Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Failure Sessions. I'm your host, Scott Bond, and today we're going to dig into a failure brief. Uh, today's story is one that has been uh, a struggle of mine my entire career and one that I see people deal with every single day, um, and that is the story of career impatience. And it's one that I have had to spend a lot of time learning how to work through, my own struggles and just how do I contain my feelings, my emotions, my desire to want to grow, to want to win, to want to be the best, to want to get the title, to want to get the money, to want to get the everything and really understand how I have learned over the years um, the importance of um, being in the moment and really learning in the role that you're in. So the story today that I'm going to start with is really um, I'm going to dig back in time into a situation where I was really quick to want to jump into a new role. And thankfully, I had a mentor in my life that said, hold on, let me tell you why that doesn't make sense. But I want to start off first by talking about the perception that we build by being career impatient. And I will also say that there are people who have been career impatient that have done very well. They have leaped um, ahead of everybody in opportunities because they've not been afraid to jump and take risks and go from place to place. That, I think, is the 5%. The other 95%, though, tend to struggle more along the way because of their inability to embrace um, the learnings around them and their role and the opportunities that they really have in front of them. So I, I want to stop here for a second and just talk about perception and what it looks like for us in the workplace uh, when we are career impatient. Um, and again, I've been there. I have been in this position uh, historically in my career where you know, I was trying to get to the next thing always. And I was at the forefront of always telling everybody where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. The difference was I had some mentors in my life who were able to slow me down and bring me back to reality. And I want people to really think about who are listening to this story right now about the importance of the perception that you build in the workplace. Are you always trying to get the next thing just because you're greedy? Are you always trying to get the next thing because you're afraid that nobody is watching you? Are you trying to tell everybody why you deserve the promotion and the next opportunity and the, the move to the next office and you know the level up and everything else because you're afraid nobody's watching you? Um, or are you doing it because you're insecure in the role that you're in right now? Um, a lot of times I think it comes down to the fact that we uh, just simply want to be the best. We have this society that we've built where we see people posted on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and everything else where somebody's getting a promotion, somebody's getting an opportunity, you know, somebody just made a million dollars off some deal. We look at these young entrepreneurs who are making a bunch of money and doing really well or as we think they are because the Instagram post says that. But in reality, we have to stop and look within ourselves and really understand what our journey and what our mission is. Because if we're building this perception that we're not in it for the long haul, that we're not committed, that we're not going to do what we can for the company to succeed, for our team to succeed, for our peers to succeed, then the perception is built that we only care about ourselves. And so as we think about this topic of career impatience, I want you to really stop and think about what perception have you been building along the way? Have you been building one that... Uh, says to your leadership team that you're dedicated, that you want to continue to succeed, that you want to continue to grow and develop, and when the right opportunity comes, you'll be there for it? Or have you said along the way, I'm only here for the moment today until the next opportunity comes? 
And that's a big mindset change that you have to think about in the perception that you're, that you're giving off. The story I want to tell, though, is one that I look back on and I'm still somewhat a little embarrassed by. I laugh about. I'm sure that, you know, uh, the, the, my, my mentor, who, who I'm going to reference here in a moment, I'm sure that, you know, he wouldn't even think anything of it today. But I look back on it and I think, wow, I was clueless. So I got my second management opportunity. I'm at a CBS TV station uh, in Seattle. Um, I was one of the younger sales managers to be hired, you know, probably in the company at that time. I think I had just turned 26. And I got hired um, after they had gone on a long search to try to find the person who, who was going to fit in my role. And so I came in kind of as the last candidate after several months. And I interviewed with somebody who would go on to become a really important figure in my career. Um, and he said to me during the interview process, he said, I don't care how old you are. He said, I don't care, you know, your, your experience. He says, what I see is talent and I believe in you. And, you know, that's the thing that I care the most about. And so that really stuck with me. So all of a sudden, uh, I got the role, a couple months go by, and there's an opportunity that opens up in Pittsburgh that I believe it was our NBC affiliate at the time. And the opportunity was to be a general sales manager. I was a local sales manager running a team of, you know, seven or eight or so. And the general sales manager opportunity is running the entire station. So it's more money, more opportunity, more responsibility, the whole thing. And I was willing to move to Pittsburgh or anywhere at that point in time because I was so dedicated to the media business. And I saw the role come open. Keep in mind, I'd been at the CBS affiliate for probably less than six months, maybe at the most. Um, it might have even been four or five months. And I was one of the youngest guys in the company. And I march into my mentor's office, who, by the way, was three layers above me. It was my boss's boss's boss. And I said to him, I said, I want to talk with you about this opportunity in Pittsburgh. And the way he handled it was textbook compared to the way I think about how these moments can often go down. And he said, great, let's sit down and talk. And we went through this whole back and forth in which I said, you know what, these opportunities don't come up very often and I want to put my name in the hat and I'm willing to move and I'm willing to go, you know, you know do everything it takes to get the job and uh, the whole thing. I, I put my whole speech on the table as to why I deserved an interview or an opportunity. And he very casually, calmly said to me that, you know, maybe they're looking for somebody with more experience and, you know, how's it going to look if I jump ship this quick and you know, we got work to do here and I really need to focus on that. And, and, and I, over the course of the conversation, buried myself in the seat and realized I'm too early. I'm out of my mind. I, there's no way I should even be thinking about this role. But he did it in such a way that made me realize, you know what? I should really get focused on what I'm currently doing uh, without making me feel stupid for even putting my, my name in the hat. And of course, over the course of the next you know, several years, there was a number of things that I got to learn and work on and grow and develop with that you know, set me up for next opportunities that started to come. But I think about that moment quite a bit because one, I'm still a little embarrassed by it to think that less than six months into this role, I thought, oh, I should go get this promotion um, and go to this next level. But the thing is, is you know, had it not been the individual that I'm referencing is, you know, who, who I looked up to, had he not handled it the way he handled it, 
it really could have created a really bad perception on me, on who I was and how I was thinking about my career, and that I was only in it just to get the next opportunity after such a short period of time. So that's a moment that I look back on that I think, wow, what a what an experience that um, that has shaped how I think about my career moving forward is how do we think about commitment? How do we think about time and seat experiences? What are, is the perception we're going to build if we're always trying to jump and go do the next thing versus being committed to the cause of what we just got hired for? So this whole idea of career impatience has been something that I've struggled with though my entire career. And although there's been moments along the way that have shaped me and things that have toned me down and calmed me down and made me think different about the way I think about my career, and although I've never been a job hopper, I, I spent 10 years in the media business, I've, I've been in my current role for three and a half, um, I've never jumped from place to place. At the same time, the fire within me burns every single day, uh, still to this day, on What's next? What's the next opportunity? What's the next project? What's the next goal? What's the next, um, how do I strive for the next thing? And that doesn't necessarily mean leaving a company. That doesn't necessarily mean going somewhere else. It simply means how do I continue to be challenged within my career and never get complacent? Because I think that's the thing that I'm scared to death of. But I had a consultant one time who really put things into perspective for me. She said to me, she said, Scott, you need to take up golf, which, by the way, I, I don't golf. Oddly, uh, ironically enough, I don't have the patience to golf. Um, but she said to me, you need to take up golf. She said, because, Scott, you will never master the game of golf. And you're trying to master your career like overnight. You're never going to master your career. It's an ongoing thing that you will always struggle with. You will always fight the opportunities, how do I grow, how do I develop? She said, Scott, you could be the CEO of you know the biggest company in the world and you're still gonna wonder, how do I continue to strive to be the next thing? So this whole idea of like taking up a sport, taking up some kind of an activity that you know I'll never master, but I can continue to put my energy and time into was always really fascinating to me. And I think about this concept all the time when I think about folks who are in this place of career impatience and the need and desire to want to go faster than maybe what the governor switch um, in, in their brain allows them to go. So what I learned over time is that you have to go through experiences to understand per perspective on your career. And you have to go through experiences to understand what real growth and development looks like. And we also don't know what we don't know until we go through some of those experiences. You know, I see a lot of people in today's uh, uh, world where they think that after three months, they've mastered the job. Great. I'm ready to go. Give me the next thing. We gave you goals for six months. You hit those goals. Great. Uh, I'm the master of this. I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, anybody who's met or who's read uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers knows that, you know, it takes 10,000 hours or so to master a certain thing. And today... We're so impatient because all the tools we have around us that we think, great, I did this thing for a couple of months, what's next? And this has really been a turning point for me over the years to think about of we don't know what we don't know until we've gone through it. And I can tell you as a leader who's been leading teams of people now for 12 years, there are still fairly few things that I come across these days that I'm like, wow, I'm shocked or surprised by 
because I've had the experiences to go through what I've gone through, but I can tell you that every day still in the position that I'm in, I'm learning and developing as I go. And there's still moments, there are opportunities, there are the way we interact with business partners, there are learnings through projects, there are executional opportunities um, through operations, there are all sorts of things that we're still learning as we go. And if we have this mindset that we've already mastered it, and we're so impatient in the role we're currently in, then we're gonna really struggle to see the light of, of what's in front of us to help us develop. And so this is this whole concept of how we have to learn through experiences to make ourselves better to ultimately find that next opportunity. The example I use a lot is Super Mario. So you think about Super Mario, you start playing the game, it's a you know run left to right game, um, there's you, you jump, you duck. Um, it's not a whole lot of other movements. If you go back to the original game, there was only two buttons, the A and B button, um, and, and you couldn't do, do much. But think about Super Mario. When you would start the game with Super Mario, you would, you would start running along, and all of a sudden, here would come a Koopa Troopa, and maybe you would run into him and you would die. So you'd go back to the start and start the game over again. And you'd go along and you'd see the Koopa Troopa, and this time you would jump over the top of him. And then you go a little bit further and there would be a fire plant and it would shoot a fireball out at you and maybe it would hit you and you would die. So you'd go back and you'd start over again. And this time you would see the Koopa Troopa, you would jump over it, you would then get to the place where you'd see the fire plant, you would duck, move out of the way, jump over the fire plant and keep going. And then maybe all of a sudden you would fall down one of the wells on accident. So you go back to the start, you would jump over the Koopa Troopa, you would duck in front of the fire plant, you would see the well, jump over the top of it and keep going to the point where you would eventually finish the level. And some levels you would do with ease, you would finish without dying at all. Some levels you die four or five times or however many lives that you had before you get to start over again. But you got the muscle memory down of how to navigate these levels simply by the fact that you were doing it. The same thing happens in our career. When we sit through the fire and we understand the, the opportunities that come our way, the challenges that come our way, the problem-solving opportunities, and we learn in our career how to duck, how to jump, how to run faster, how to slow down, how to wait, how to be patient, that's the muscle memory that we build in our career to understand when the next opportunity might make sense for us. And in addition to that too, we don't know what we don't know until we've run into the Koopa Trooper, until we've seen the fire plant, until we've seen the well, until we've seen all this stuff. You can't anticipate these things coming your way until you've actually dealt with them before. And the advice I have for people who continue to have this career impatience that they fight every single day, and I have to give myself this advice all the time, is we still don't know what we don't know. Continue to lean into opportunities and continue to see opportunities that are coming your way. Embrace them, learn from them, appreciate the experiences. Because if you force this growth and development and you go into the next thing too early, chances are you may fail. And you're gonna look back and say, gosh, I wish I had more time to develop. I wish I had more opportunity to learn along the way before I got that next gig. You know, it's the same thing we see with professional baseball. Oftentimes, there will be a great prospect that a major league team will draft, um, and at 19 years old, they want to rush them through the minor leagues and bring them right up to the pros. But what happens in that 
is when you don't give somebody the time to develop at all the levels, at single A, double A, triple A, when you don't allow them to see the progression of an 81 mile an hour fastball to a 98 mile an hour fastball, when you don't let them see the progression of how to hit a curveball and a changeup at all levels, how to play the game at a different speed, when all of a sudden you throw them into the fire at a higher level, they struggle. And when they struggle, they lose confidence. They lose the ability to believe in themselves. They start to get in their own heads. And then later on, the team says, well, I don't know what happened. We thought they had a ton of talent. And the reality of it is they did, but they didn't allow that talent to be nurtured. So when we think about this concept of career impatience, we really have to think about how are we allowing ourselves to be nurtured? Are we rushing our own talent growth? Are we allowing ourselves to be nurtured along the way to learn all these things? Are we learning how to avoid the Koopa Troopa and you know, jump over the fire and whatever else? Or are we gonna rush through and run out of all of our lives so fast that you know, we have to start all the way back over again? So as you think about career impatience, know that you're not alone. You're not the only person who's ever thought about that. Now, you're not the only person who's sitting there going, I think I can do more. The reality of it is you probably can do more. But can you do more at the next level to really be able to succeed? Or would you get to the next level and fail because you haven't nurtured the talent enough or you haven't allowed the talent to be nurtured enough along the way? So this concept of career perspective is, um, or, you know, career impatience is really built on perspectives. And so every one of these experiences that you have through your career, you have to reflect on these experiences and understand the perspective that you're, that you're building to know when it's time to think about the next level, to know when it's time to think about, I need to lean into more opportunities. Perspective in our career gives us the opportunity to really know when it's time and to know we're doing the right things and to know we've surrounded ourselves by the right people who are challenging us. He or she who doesn't have perspective doesn't understand what the next level looks like. They don't understand how to necessarily jump and avoid all these pitfalls and these challenges. So as you think about yourself, really really think about what does my career look like? What is my, am I impatient? Am I not? Am I giving off the right vibe? Am I giving off the wrong vibe? Am I leaning into opportunities? Am I asking all the right questions? Is my talent being nurtured along the way? Because if I'm impatient for the sake of impatience, it doesn't look good in how we strive to build our career. But if I'm asking all the right questions about how I develop and how I grow, and I sit through these experiences for, so when the next opportunity comes, I'm prepared and ready to go, chances are you're gonna have a much more successful career along the way, rather than trying to force it and struggle through every single level that you grow and develop into. This is something that I have had to learn through the years, I'm incredibly, thankful for the mentors, for the experiences, for everything I've gone through, for the ability to reflect and have perspective and look back on all these moments and continue thinking about how I challenge myself in this fire that burns within me like crazy every single day. But thankfully, I've been able to find the right people in my life to help me to control these motions and really think about what success looks like before I start to think about what happens next. Thank you for listening to today's Failure Brief. If uh, you're struggling with this uh, concept of career impatience, um, hopefully this has helped you today to think differently about your career and your development. Uh, Until next time, have a great one, everybody. Thank you.